Well, good evening. Thank you for those that are here. Good evening to everyone else that's here. Okay, still not. Wow, do you guys take naps and they're still taking a nap, I guess? Beautiful weather outside today, and it uh, looks like it's going to be real warm this week, although potentially stormy, which is all right, right? I think it's supposed to hit like 79 one of the days or something like that, which is like summer where I'm from, so that's uh, pretty cool. So hopefully you had a good afternoon, and uh, we're excited tonight to hear from our teenagers who had a great week this week doing the Indy mission, right? Taking exactly what they usually do in Reno and doing it here and uh, catching a glimpse of the different opportunities and ministries that we have here in our in our area, right? You don't have to go too far to be a missionary, right? Just outside these doors, right? To find people that need Jesus Christ. And so uh, that we're excited to hear from them, but uh, to give them enough time that we have, I'm going to go through these announcements relatively quickly because they're the same as they were this morning. So for those that are here, if you're, it's your first time here visiting us here in person, please stop by our welcome desk. We have a gift we'd like to give to you, get a record of your visit, and just get to know who you are. If you're joining us for the first time online, please go to spt.org slash contacts, or you can scan the QR code that comes on your screen, and we just like to get a record of your visit there. Our Easter celebration is next week. Uh, I guess this coming week, next Sunday is Easter. And so this Friday, April 7th at 6 p.m., we have a Good Friday service. Uh, it'll be about a half an hour long, just scripture reading and songs, um, both congregational and just some special music as well, just focused on the cross and what Jesus Christ has done for us. So that's at 6 o'clock. And then Easter Sunday morning starts bright and early, 7.30, for our sunrise service with a breakfast to follow, which is an awesome time. Pastor was modest this morning. He's a very good cook, right? You can be thankful I'm not cooking because it would not be a good breakfast that, that way. But pastor's going to be cooking. It'll be good for, good breakfast. Delicious. Yes, as I said on the, on the video, delicious breakfast. And then uh, at 9.30, we have our adult and kids' Sunday school classes in the various parts around the building. And then in here for our worship service, which has some extra special music from the choir and uh, some other groups as well. So looking forward to a great time celebrating Christ's death and resurrection on uh, next this coming week. Uh, caregiver resources class starts this week. Yeah, this Thursday, 7 p.m. And uh, if you, you can sign up for free at spg.org, and you can also ask Miss Glenda if you have any questions. She knows everything, right? So, uh, but that starts this Thursday, 7 p.m., and goes for about a month and a half. So, looking forward to that. The SPT testimonies. There are still some slots available uh, if you would like to get your. Uh, testimony on video for your family, for your friends. And so uh, Devin Foster and his crew has been working on that. And so there's still some spots available to sign up. If you'd like to sign up in between the two sides and the hallway in between, you can look forward to hearing those uh, as the time comes. Celebrating Moms of Littles, 10 and under. That's Friday, April 21st, so a couple weeks from now. And uh, 6 p.m., you can see what's all involved there. Come in here Speaker Kelly Ruley, if nothing else, um, but they'll give you some other things as well. But that's for moms of littles. Dads, we get to watch uh, our, our littles. So that's exciting there. 6 p.m. on Friday the 21st. The Ladies' Banquet is coming up faster than you know, right? It's April now already. So May 12th, Friday, May 12th at 6.30, $5 a person. Uh, children get in free. And uh, dinner is served by the men. So there's a sign-up sheet for the ladies and a sign-up sheet for the men out there. If you're able to help, I think they're grilling. And so uh, if you are a grill master, sign up your name with a grill master next to it. Missionaries of the Week are Mark and Rachel Barilla. Um, as Pastor said this morning, they um, have had a lot of people over their house in the last couple of months with the various holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um, they're also praying for Rachel. She just had surgery and just uh, the recovery there. They're also praying for a lady named Jocelyn. So if you want to pray for her salvation testimony, that would be great. All right, go ahead and stay with me. We will pray, and then we will turn over to Pastor Andrew for the song. All right, let's pray. Our precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for the beautiful day that you've given to us. Lord, we thank you for this Palm Sunday where we can celebrate um, you coming into Jerusalem as the king. 
And Lord, we, we lift you up as our king tonight. And we are so thankful for the fact that you do rule and reign still. And uh, Lord, we, we look forward to this coming week where we can celebrate um, the hope that we have as believers uh, because of your work on Calvary and your resurrection and conquering of death. And Lord, we thank you so much for who you are. Pray you'd help us tonight as we worship you in song and as we listen from the testimonies from the teenagers that we would just worship you tonight. We thank you for these things in your name. Amen. Yes. Well, good evening. It's good to see you tonight. Hope you're having a good Sunday. I enjoy uh, testimony services because I get to look like this. So if anyone has an idea of a testimony service next week I can be a part of or a shirt for that, uh, let me know. I'd be uh, glad, to, glad to be a part of that one too. Going to keep singing like we did this morning about Jesus Christ being our King. So let's sing together. Lead on, O King Eternal. Lead on, O King Eternal. The day of March has come. Henceforth in fields of conquest, thy tent shall be. I'm going to get Pastor Andrew a testimony tie. But, uh, <laughs> birthdays and anniversaries. Let's see what we had this last week. Any birthdays or anniversaries this last week? Miss Angie had a birthday. When was your birthday, Miss Angie? Today. Happy birthday to you. And how long have you known the Lord as your Savior? Wow. You were like one. Okay, so 35 years. Miss Natalie had a birthday. When was it? Yesterday. And how long have you known the Lord as your Savior? 17 years, amen. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Who are you pointing to, Miss Jessica? Had a birthday, when was your birthday, Miss Jessica? Today, today, wow, you and Miss Angie. 35 years? <laughs> How long have you done the Lord as your Savior? 27 years, amen, praise the Lord. Who else? Miss Sharon? Miss Sharon had a birthday, Miss Sharon, when was your birthday? Last Thursday. And how long have you known the Lord as your Savior? 48 years. Amen. Anybody else? 
Katie and Mo oh yeah, we were supposed to do Monette last week. That's right. So Monette's birthday was a couple of weeks ago, and she has known Lord for 38 years. So uh, she wanted to make sure we shared that. Miss Katie, when was your birthday? The 20th, and how long have you known the Lord as your Savior? 11 years. All right. Anyone else? Birthdays, anniversaries, any anniversaries? No anniversaries? Let's sing happy birthday to these young people. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy God bless you. Happy birthday to you. To those of the congregation which are able, please stand for the reading of sacred scripture. The book of the Psalms, Psalm 24, a psalm of David. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of of glory, Selah. May the Lord prosper his word whereto he sent it. You may be seated. I'm coming. I got to get used to this again, so we're taking up an offering. So let's have the men come forward, and uh, we're, uh, we're actually taking up offerings with offering plates now, so it's a little bit different for us. Excited about that. Is there a microphone down there? Not any place that you can see, so... Uh, it's not on, it doesn't look like, so I'll pray for us, Brother Ed, that sounds all right. Let's go, Lord. Father, we just thank you for the privilege we have of giving to your work and pray that you would bless this offering as it comes in. May we use it wisely to bring glory and honor to your name and to reach the souls around us that desperately need Christ. And we'll thank and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>
Amen. Thank you, Katie. Christy, love that song. All right, well, this last week we were able to participate in what we call the Indie Mission. You've heard a little bit about it. And uh, I had a few goals for the week I'll share. And uh, so if the, those that participated, all you can come on up. By the way, adults, the teens asked for this, so it's, uh, it's their bidding. They're like, Pastor Andrew, we want to sit up on the platform. I said, all right, so here they come. So adults, if you're involved too, you're all going to come up as, uh, as well with that. And uh, it was awesome. It was, uh, it was a blast. Uh, so what we tried to do was a missions trip here. So we were realizing, or I was at least realizing, going to Belize and Reno and other places, we're excited, we're serving, we're getting involved, and we come back here, and it's like, that's cool, but what about here? And uh, so we're like, well, let's uh, reach any for Christ, right? This is our mission field uh, right here. So uh, a few of my goals were to see kind of what was going on in our city of ministry, uh, to serve alongside some of these ministries, and then have just that encouragement challenge to uh, share uh, the mission uh, forever. So not just this week, but to con continue to live on mission uh, for all that. So I'm going to give a quick little recap. Um, I wasn't able to pull it up on the screen, so I'm going to mirror here my phone and see if we can uh, get to work from this in a second here. They're going to switch me over. Adults didn't want to come up. <clears throat> you guys are part of the Indy Mission. It's all right. We'll just call on you down there. Okay. There we go. There it is. All right. So I'm just going to kind of walk through the week and uh, tell you what we did. Uh, so each day we had a different... Uh, place of ministry. Uh, so the one, only one thing I didn't get, Pastor, is a picture of us in your room. That was the one photo I didn't get. So, uh, but we started off with our fearless leader, uh, Dr. John Ray, uh, to set us up uh, for the week. And so Monday we came here about uh, one o'clock, and Pastor preached—not preached, but taught us on the importance of the local church. What is it? Went through our church covenant and kind of walked through. It was a great start. Uh, to the week, and then talked a little bit about outreach, evangelism, and then before we then went and did that, you can kind of see the guys here, we were prepping for Tuesday, and we'll come back to that, uh, but uh, we were making about 150 uh, potatoes uh, for Tuesday, so then we went out and uh, we passed out a bunch of invites for Easter, so this is our daily uh, van selfie, you'll see a lot of these, uh, some with a big mouth, and um, so what we did is we hit, went to a couple of the new neighborhoods, I don't know if you drive around here recently, but every other minute there's a new house going up. And uh, so we uh, went to a couple new neighborhoods and invited a bunch of people to uh, Easter, and a few of them got muddy along the way. Uh, there's Mass in the back. She's like, wait up for me! And uh, so we got her in there. And uh, that's a roller skating. That's not the same thing. But that was Monday night. So on missions trips, you always have fun. So there you go. You can see them. That's a fast forward there uh, to the next one. So that was Monday. Uh, Monday afternoon was mainly that, and then we had the roller skate uh, Monday night. Then Tuesday, uh, we headed out about till after 1 o'clock, and we head down to the Good News Mission. How many of you have heard or know about the Good News Mission downtown? Uh, great ministry. I encourage you to go down there and uh, see it. So we load up all the potatoes, all the food, a bunch of coolers, and we headed down to Good News Mission. 
And uh, we started off with uh, a tour of the uh, facility. They have about 20, 30 buildings now. It's a bunch of blocks. Uh, so when you drive by, this is mainly what you see, but this is only uh, one little sliver. Cool story about uh, these buildings here. So uh, the men's shelter is kind of the two-storied one where we did most of the ministry. But right next to the men's shelter, when they got the men's shelter, was a bar. So they have these guys come in who are struggling being drunk and trying to get sober, and they would come in and stay with them, and then right next door is the temptation. Uh, but praise the Lord, eventually the owner uh, ended up selling them that building for $100,000 less than what he was offering years and years before that. So now it's a youth center, which is awesome. I think it's so cool. A bar now is a youth center reaching uh, teens for Christ. Uh, then you can see there's a playground, so like a three-story playground. Uh, it might have been the teens' favorite part, playing tag. Um, on there. Uh, so that's Alicia. She's um, one of the know, secretaries on there. She kind of took us around the whole facility. Incredible uh, ministry that they have here, mainly to men. They have a family shelter. They're looking for a director for that, um, and they're in need of a director for that ministry, but they do a lot of stuff we just won't go into detail with. Uh, so one of our jobs was to make a meal. So we uh, did a baked potato bar. There's Katie making sure our chili doesn't burn. And uh, there's our wonderful kitchen staff uh, that we were getting ready to set up, getting it all prepped. And then what they would do at about 4, 4.15, they'd open up the door and um, get ready to go. This is Charlie. He's got a pretty cool testimony. He might share a little about some of the testimonies of the men there. But he's in charge of the kitchen. So he ended up coming to the mission, uh, was in jail for, for many years, uh, was on the street, lived on the street, came to the mission, got saved, started growing, and now he runs the kitchen um, as part of the part of the staff there. Pretty cool testimony. And so we had fruit for them. They love fresh fruit, they say. We had a bunch of cookies. And uh, so then here they came. Here they come, or here they came in. We served, I don't know, 60, 70 men. They get a meal ticket, and they're able to come through. Uh, then we got to um, eat with them. This is kind of the dining hall there. Then after dinner, we had another tour. This is the youth center. They were doing a special discipleship week, so they weren't there uh, when we were there, but we were getting a tour there uh, while that happening. We decided to do some trick shots uh, while we were there. Um, some went in, some did not. <clears throat> so Michael made the first one. Cooper made the second one there. And uh, Hayden tried, and we'll keep going. And <laughs> good job, Hayden. Way to try. Um, so then, after dinner, after another tour, uh, then we had the the service. And you can't really tell, but um, this is kind of the start of it. They have kind of pews up in the front, and uh, the pews were completely full. And then by the time the service started, all those tables were full. It's about 80 men uh, that were in there for the service, and uh, our teens got to join. And uh, I'll get to that in a second. So we sang um, a couple songs, but we're going to sing Jesus Strong and Kind, just FYI. Dalt, you're welcome to join us for that song, too. <clears throat> and uh, so we sang a couple songs, and here we are just standing right in front of all these guys. Some literally just came in off the street. Some live there. They can house, um, I think they said 66 beds is what they have right now, and they kind of talk through how you're able to get a bed and all, all the things that go into that. Uh, we sang, and I got to preach, and that was, that was pretty cool um, experience. They said, don't worry, some will fall asleep. That's okay. Keep preaching. So I was like, what? Well, typical youth group. But um, 
I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Um, uh, but that was awesome um, experience there. I'll share a little more when I share my uh, testament from the week. Uh, then we got a group photo. Charlie there's on the on the left, and he won a shirt so bad. He's like, "Did you bring a shirt? Did you bring a shirt?" And uh, so we had actual in the van. You can't even see it now in the photo, but uh, we gave him a shirt, and he said, "I'm going to wear it uh, loud and proud." There's some other photos uh, with that. Cooper took a few there of the actual service going on. And yes, we can keep going. Nobody really needs to see that guy. But uh, Cooper got me in all my gestures there. Uh, so that was Tuesday. That was a great day. Uh, we got done about 8, 8.30 or so and came back to the church. Uh, then on Wednesday, uh, we had the, the teens uh, join us for the morning service, uh, which was great. Got to hear Pastor Series on Take the Lead. Got to pray with uh, many of you. Went and had lunch, and we came back, and Pastor Brett uh, gave him a session on how to lead a kids ministry, how to lead a kids program, because that's what we did. We were going to do that night. Uh, so Brett kind of just did it. He, he's like, this is what I'm going to do, and had us act like we were little kids. Some of us, it was easier to do that than others. And, um, and then he kind of did some Q&A, what did I do, what didn't I do, and that was really cool. appreciate him doing that for us. Uh, that. Then uh, we went out on the property. By the way, if you have any time, we've got thousands of branches and trees down on our property, so feel free to come and pick them up for us if you'd like to help us. So we were doing a bunch of that on Wednesday, that big massive tree in the front we took down. Uh, we were doing that. There's our uh, wheelbarrow men uh, hauling all that, and there's uh, uh, Isaac likes fire, so we let him uh, be in charge of the fire there. There were no injuries that I know of. And, uh, yeah, so then, Wednesday night we ran the uh, kids' ministry, so there's our banana referees, and uh, they enjoyed uh, rummaging through the VBS outfits, and uh, they're referees for game time. So we led the singing, uh, we did some of the lesson time, uh, we did some, you know, coloring, all that. It was a great opportunity to serve with the kids, sang silly songs, uh, pastor's favorite song, I'm making melody in my heart. That's Pastor's favorite song, and uh, that was Wednesday. So on Thursday, uh, we let's see Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Yes. So Thursday, we uh, helped out with Servant's Heart. That's a ministry, food pantry ministry in Beach Grove. How many have heard of Servant's Heart? Beach Grove. Okay. And uh, so Brother Bill Boone and his wife Paula came here and shared us how it starts. Actually, 20 years uh, this year that it started. Gave us the history of it what they do, how they do it. Uh, it is food and furniture and clothes, but it's more than that. Um, and I'll kind of share how we do that. So here we are again, loaded up in the van with our daily van selfie. First got there and we packed these Easter story invites. So it was kind of cool. It was titled, A Lot Can Happen in Seven Days. And it went through the Easter story from Palm Sunday all the way to Resurrection Sunday. So every family gets that. Had Bible verses in it and telling the story of Easter. Uh, then we'd get ready for the families to come. So they used to do, before COVID, you, the families would check in and then um, shop, and one of us would go with them. You know, they're allowed to get you know, two boxes of mac and cheese or three cans of soup or whatever it is, and you get to shop and talk. Well, it's a pretty small area that they own, so it's kind of a drive-through now. So we would go, so there's Madison. Madison and I were working together, getting these big boxes together, so we go kind of shop for them. Uh, you can see some of the food items there. All donations, by the way. They said last year they gave over 500,000 pounds of food um, away. Then we come to our wonderful ladies, uh, Miss Carrie and Miss Stephanie, uh, who were with us most of the week. It was great to have them with us. 
We'd bring to this table, and they would then load up into the carts, and then we would take it out to the car and uh, load it up, and they'd be waiting here for a while, so we'd get to talk to them. We got to pray with some of them, uh, do various things there. Here's uh, Isaac there with the carts as we were waiting for them to come around. Uh, Hayden was kind of in charge of the freezer food, so they get a bag of fridge food and a bag of freezer food, and so we kind of get that prepped and ready to go. And uh, there's a job well done uh, with these guys there. Then just me with my big mouth and no one's looking, uh, taking a photo. This is the inside, so Brother Bill's there on the left, and then he has a lot of just volunteers um, all the time that come and help, and that was a great opportunity there um, as well. Then Friday, our wonderful van selfie again, uh, we headed down to the State House. So the teens, by the way, could be involved in all of it or a little bit. Some would join us after school, some didn't have school. Once again, with spring breaks not lining up this year, it was tough to kind of work that out. Um, so you can kind of see some people in some pictures, not in all. I think we had about 18 different uh, people join us throughout the week. And uh, so this is, we were heading down to the State House uh, with Matt Barnes and Public Servants Prayer. Uh, so here's the little chapel. It's like the smallest room um, in the State House, a massive place, but the smallest room is the chapel, although um, uh, Mike, Spe- Mike Speedy, our rep from our area, uh, made a comment. He said, there's more truth spoken in this Bible study hour than the rest of the week in this building. And <laughs> uh, nobody disagreed with him uh, when he said that. Uh, so on the, on the left there is, or yeah, on the left is Pamela Russell. She works uh, with the ladies uh, down the state house with public servants prayer and then Matt Barnes. Uh, he's been here before a couple times. Uh, he's 19 years now been in the state house. Uh, he pretty much just walked in one day and started praying with people and created a chaplain position. There's no official one, but he is pretty much official. Everybody knows it um, and a pretty cool story there uh, that we could share another time. Uh, so we were in there, uh, so this was a staff Bible study, so interns, um, staff or legislators, workers in the state house, uh, people zo- uh, joined us on Zoom, and you'll see another picture of that. Then we all wanted to be kind of cool and felt like we were important, so we got a, a bunch of us got a, a picture by the uh, uh, podium that was uh, right by us. So yeah, there's a bunch of them, they all wanted to kind of look... Uh, what we didn't realize is I told him, like, all right, everyone's going to be in suit and ties. You need to look nice. And apparently it's casual Friday there. <laughs> so, I mean, I was like, we're, we're not going to stand out. We're going to look nice. We're going to look like we belong. And Matt Barnes is like, yeah, you guys do look like you belong Monday through Thursday. And uh, it was true. Nobody was, I mean, even him, you saw him. He wasn't a button up, and it was funny. So we eventually all... Uh, Untied our chokes around our necks and uh, enjoyed the rest of the day. Coop already did after that point, so uh, there we are. Uh, so then he kind of took us around um, the building and uh, uh, just kind of shows there, this is where we started was a Senate, and this is kind of how he tells the story. When he walked in and somebody found out he was a, a reverend, they said, oh, good, we need somebody to open up the Senate in prayer. This was his first day when he's just walking in to see if he could do anything and so he took us here first to say this is where it all started I uh, walked in prayed for the Senate I got a huge picture in the newspaper he's like to this day I don't know if they've ever done that ever again for anybody and uh, he's like it just confirmed this is where God wants me to be uh, so we're up in the gallery here uh, looking down um, into the Senate then we got to go into the uh, House of Representatives uh, he told us a lot about that pretty cool chandelier you can't see up there anyone know how many how many light 
bulbs are in there? Any guesses? With the House of Representatives? How many representatives are in the House? Hundred. All right. Wow. Whew. We need some history. Pastor needs some history lessons in our SBI. All right. No, it's good. A uh, hundred. There's a hundred in the in the House, fifty in the Senate. So there's a hundred light bulbs for that, which is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, funny story that he shared with us. He said, "You guys can help me correct me on this if uh, not." But apparently, somebody looked up and they're like, uh, "Why are some brighter than the other?" And uh, <laughs> So like, well, they said, we'll let you figure that out. But um, anyway, there was Mike Speedy. He uh, uh, rep. So then we got to go to the Indiana Supreme Court room and uh, some really cool history in there, some original um, architecture and stuff still in that room from uh, 18, took from 1878 to 1888. Uh, they built it as like $1.9 million back then to build the uh, Capitol building. Uh, so Matt was taking us around, and now it's kind of cool. He's once again, he's not. There's no official position, but they open doors for us, and you'll see in a second. Uh, they even let us in the governor's office. So here we are um, inside the governor's office, and that was pretty cool. I've, I've never been in there. Uh, this is kind of neat. This table. This is where the governor meets with his cabinet. It's made out of wood. Um, inmates from I forget what prison they said made this, but you can't really tell. But kind of middle table is Indiana. You kind of see that, and each section is a piece of wood from that part of Indiana that was kind of made. So that's kind of cool. Um, that's where they meet. And the other cool part is this is where Matt does one of his Bible studies, right in the governor's office. About 30 legislators join him every week uh, for Bible study in the governor's office. That's pretty cool. So he's telling us about it, some of the paintings. The governor gets to pick every painting. I'm talking a lot. Get to keep going. Uh, so then we got a picture of brand new carpet, they said, uh, for us, just for us. But uh, uh, so there we are uh, getting a picture. Then we wrapped it up kind of in the middle of the state house with Pamela. They shared just some answers to prayer uh, that they've prayed specifically. They've seen legislators uh, come to Christ. Um, it's just pretty cool uh, ministry there um, with that. So this was uh, us getting ready for uh, uh, the Bible study. He took a picture of all of us in there. Uh, then we hung around downtown for a little bit, walked around, and then uh, finished off with a photo um, out in front of the Capitol and Tim bought a whole pizza while we were out there just for himself. So there it is. <laughs> just because, I guess. So uh, uh, that was funny. All right, and then we wrapped it up yesterday um, with Isaiah 117, uh, Home. Uh, this is a foster care ministry. Um, uh, Diane Bruins, if I see her tonight, but her daughter, uh, one of her daughters is uh, part of this ministry. And uh, so this ministry is... Primarily, if uh, DCS gets a call and a kid to get picked up from school or a kid has been just left or whatever, the situation is this home, once it's completed, will be a place where the kids can go until they figure it out. So what happens now, and she, uh, Julie is the lady's name there. She's one of the uh, uh, workers, uh, volunteers for the ministry. Says what happens now is, you know, a kid or a couple of kids will go to the DCS office and sometimes sleep on the floor one night, two nights, be there for hours, and not a nice, clean, you know, fun area. So they're building this house for that time, whether it's two, three hours to, as she said, up to three days, uh, they can stay there. So they'll be fully staffed with their staff, you know, bedrooms, food, clothes, activities, um, homework help, prayer, uh, the list goes on, uh, council, 
um, all that going on in this house. So um, she kind of told us about that, showed us how the house was donated to them. Um, a lot of the work has been donated. Uh, the shingles have been donated. They had to kind of flip, flip the home that was given to them. And uh, so this is kind of where we started. There's a home uh, right now. Um, so we got the opportunity to play in the mud all day yesterday. So we did a lot of cleanup, um, just kind of a lot of labor work. So picking up trash, roots, uh, a bunch of dirt piles we had to move. If you ever shovel mud and that, it makes it that much more exciting. Uh, trim bushes, kind of try to level things out along the property. Uh, there's Clayton Ford. He got to be a teen for a day. He enjoyed it for about 30 minutes. And then, uh, just kidding, no, he worked hard. Uh, so yeah, so there we all are, um, working all the way around the house. Got a picture there at the end. And uh, yeah, so there's a selfie. That was at the beginning. Apparently Matt and Stephanie didn't want to be in that selfie, but uh, there's, uh, that was before we started going. And uh, took these bushes down, and then we came back for uh, lunch, finished up a little bit up at the church, and uh, that, was, that was the week. So there's a run-through. You guys can switch it back to whatever it is. Uh, so um, I told them they don't have to. I think that's probably why some are sitting down there. Matthew Fox, you want to come up and join us, man? Come on up. Come on up, Mr. Fox. You can come. Your team. Come on. Come on. Matthew Fox. Matthew. That's good. All right. Come on. You can join us. Um, so they're just going to kind of share. They don't have to. I told them that we're not going to pressure them like uh, camp testimony service because some were only part of it for a couple hours. Some were uh, the whole week. Uh, but I want just to share uh, something that challenged or encouraged them from the week. And um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a, a great week. And so I'll let you uh, hear from them. So who wants, uh, who wants to start? You want, you want to start, Michael, or Tim? We'll let Michael start. Michael was there for, uh, for a lot of it. Go ahead, Michael. Hi, I'm Michael. Um, I was there every day except Wednesday because school, yay. Um, so Tuesday we went down to Good News, and which was for homeless men, and then Friday we went to the state capitol, which was, you know, a lot of politicians and, you know, they had more than the homeless men. And that one thing I what stood out to me was um, no matter if they're homeless or if they're, you know, got a lot of money or, and a big house and have a good job and they're all humans just like us and they need love and prayer and Jesus just like all us do. Hello, my name is Audrey Rowell and I was able to make it to the Friday and Saturday of the whole week. And so Friday we went to the state capitol and it was really awesome to see the rich history that the building has. And then right after that, <laughs> we went to the downtown mall and I am the friend that has a job, AKA money. So I am willing to spend money on my friends. So I was able to buy them treats, and I was labeled as cool. So that was a big moment for me. <laughs> so, um, and then Saturday was digging, a lot of digging. But it was worth it to see the blessing that we were able to be. Um, the thing that stuck out to me most was Friday, um, Pam Roberts, was it? Russell. Pam Russell had commented on Mary and the alabaster box and her washing Jesus' feet. And she had said that um, it symbolized that she was able to accept something that the disciples weren't, which was Jesus' death and his burial. So she was preparing him for 
this burial, which I had never thought of it like that. I don't know why I hadn't, but I just hadn't. So that was really cool to see a different perspective on that. Hi, I'm Katie. I was able to make it to Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Uh, <clears throat> being a part of this week was such an amazing experience to Tuesday helping with serving men in the men's home shelter at Good News. Uh, Thursday, picking out food and serving it to families, homeless families, and Saturday, um, working at a foster home and just being able to help there it was just such a good reminder to always be thankful for what you have and following God's path for you. Um, and it just touched me in a way, so I hope I'm able to be a part of these. Hi, I'm Hayden. Um, I thought this week was really cool. It was a really cool idea. Um, it was extremely eye-opening to see all the different ministries around us and ways we can volunteer in our community. One big takeaway from the week that really stood out to me was whether you work for the government or you're homeless, whether you're on top or on the bottom, is that Jesus is always needed, and the only thing that separates us from other people is the fact that they may not have trusted Jesus as their Savior. If we don't tell them, who will? And if we don't tell them now, then when will we? It really just shows you that anyone and everyone around you needs Jesus, and you could be the only person they ever talk to who can tell them about the gift of salvation. So, uh, my name's Isaiah. I hope you're all doing well tonight. Uh, I was lucky enough to make it to the first part of Monday, um, Tuesday and Thursday of this uh, last week. So, as Pastor Andrew said, Monday we uh, prepared the potatoes for... Sorry, I got paper poking the back of my leg. <laughs> uh, so, Monday we were able to prepare the potatoes for Tuesday. Um, so, the Good News Ministry, um, they take in a bunch of people who are, like, struggling with addictions to, like, drugs or alcohol. Um, and we got the uh, opportunity to serve lunch in the men's home. Um, so obviously we gave them baked potatoes and like uh, fresh fruits and cookies. Um, but was, what I thought was really cool is they have this huge like closet back there that's just like full of food. Like that's all been donated. They don't spend any money on any of the food that they get. And they have like so much. Like this, it's probably from like right there to over there. It's, and it's just like full of food. And they have um, a full like walk-in fridge just with a bunch of soda in it. And we actually got to take... Um, a few drinks from there, so that was, that was nice. Um, Charlie was a really nice guy. Like Pastor Andrew said, he's kind of like the head of the kitchen. Um, he told us about stuff. I got to talk to him about the menu that they make. They make their menu at the beginning of the week and um, make it depending on like what they can make with the stuff that they have. I just said make a lot. <laughs> um, and then Thursday, with the Good News Ministry um, of Endy, uh, I think I got the best job, so we all kind of split up when we got there. And I was lucky enough to be able to put, like, all the groceries into people's cars and stuff like that. So I got to talk with people. Um, but it really is just crazy to see how much the Lord has blessed both of those ministries with all of the food that they get donated. Um, they don't spend any money or almost any money on any of the food that they get. Um, and they can give away so much. And I just think it's a big blessing. So, Hi, my name is Isaac. Um, I was there for the whole entire week. It was the hardest week and busiest week. <clears throat> Um, so Tuesday we went to the Good News Ministry, which was really awesome to see because most of the f all the food that it had <clears throat> was just all donated and they didn't pay for any of the stuff. Just all the food was free and donated for them. Um, and then it was a really great week. And, wow, it was a really good week um, to see how. God just provides for everything if you just ask for it, and he will provide it. 
I'm Cooper Sloan. I was there for Tuesday, Thursday, and um, Friday. I would talk about all of them, but we'll be here forever if I do that. So Tuesday was a huge blessing going to the men's home and being able to serve them. And um, I mean, a lot of these guys, you know, they don't have anything. I mean, it just makes you so much grateful for what you do have because, I mean, we're serving them food. A lot of them have been in prison. I mean, they have nothing, but that was a really humbling experience. And then Thursday, we were at Servant's Heart, and me, Isaiah, and Isaac were outside loading people's cars up, and that was fun. Um, but the thing that stuck out the most was probably Friday um, at the State House when we were with Matt Barnes. He quit his job. He has a wife and kids, I believe, right? Quit his job. He he, for the first couple of days, used his van as like a, an office. He said, I saw the state house, just building up the courage to go inside and see where he could help. He knew there was a position for a chapel. And he walked in, and like you said earlier, he prayed for the Senate. Um, but he's, he's not on their payroll. He's supported by other churches and people. But he has access to everything in the state house, which is amazing. I mean, he can talk to all our senators and representatives and has relationships with those people making our, you know, decisions and power for our state. And it was just really cool to see, you know, quit his job, not on their payroll, but God has provided for him and his family. So, Hi, I'm Tim. I did Wednesday and Friday for the Indy Missions Week. And uh, on Wednesday, we got to, I'm glad I got to help out with the tree that was cut down out here, and we got to pick up the sticks, and then we put them in a pile to burn them, so I'm just glad I got to help out with that, and then I thought it was pretty cool to help run a children's church for the Wednesday night. Um, I got to do game time. You saw dressed, me and Hunter Dean dressed up in a banana suit, and we put the ref shirt on, and it was pretty fun. And then on Friday, we went to the State House, which I thought was really cool. We got a tour and of it, of the whole thing, and we got to sit in the Senate, and then we went to the House of Representatives and then the Supreme Court, and I just thought it was a really cool experience, and it was a blessing. Hi, I'm Stephanie. Um, I sort of feel like I got peer pressured to be up here like I'm a kid. <laughs> Um, I just want to thank the kids, thank Pastor Andrew for allowing us to be here this week. Um, you know, you, you go into it, you want to be a blessing to somebody else, and you end up being blessed. Um, the whole theme of the week, the, the thing that stood out to me was that whether you're in the lowest point of your life or at the top of your game in your life, God's hand is in it all. Um, and I think it was Mr. Boone that said from Servant's Heart that, that there's nothing too big for God if you just ask. Um, and everything that we saw this week, it was things that, that they had asked for, they had prayed for, and God provided. So thank you. Thanks again, kids, for putting up with us this week. I'm Carrie. Um, I participated in three of the days with the group. And I want to say, first of all, the kids are amazing. Um, they're all so sweet, and I love their hearts. And thank you to Andrew for organizing and preparing everything, because I know it's a lot um, that we take for granted often. But um, the week touched my heart. Um, the Good News Mission is amazing. I didn't know it was a huge campus. Um, everyone was just amazing there. The, the people, 
Um, I actually, when, I'm, when I move back up here, plan to call them to see what Alicia can have me do to serve there on a regular basis because I, it touched, all of the days touched my heart, but that one really did especially. Um, Servant's Heart, if you would have heard Bob that started Servant's Heart 20 years ago, he was in tears telling the teens there's his story, had me in tears. Um, if you wanna help give out food on Thursdays and Saturdays, they can always um, use help. Um, one thing I wanted to say about good news, and Isaiah touched on that, is that in 73 years, they have not had to pay for any food to feed these men every night. Do they do other meals as well? Three meals a day, seven days a week, and they have never had to pay for food to prepare for them. It's all been donated. So the, the stories about how God has opened the doors um, for all of these ministries just is amazing. Especially when you get to Scott, or not Scott, sorry. I keep thinking Scott Barnes and Matt Barnes. But um, so Matt Barnes, I'm sorry, he, his story, I just, I went home every night telling Chad and just rambling everything off to him. Um, yeah, to quit your job and just show up at the state house. Um, and I mean, the, he has so much credibility there now. And he's not political with them. He's, He's a shoulder for them. He's he spreads God's word. He does the, the services, but he's there full time. Um, and I wanted I wanted to nominate him to our deacons for us to support him for missions. Just that's my nomination because I just assumed that we already support him because he's so involved with um, our teens. I mean, the teens went somewhere a couple weeks ago with the state house breakfast or something. And then to go there and him for, for him to invest so much time in our youth group um, was impressive, especially to find out we don't even support him. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'll stop rambling, but it was an awesome week. Thank you. Hi, I'm Riley. Um, I wasn't going to say anything because I was only there for one day and about missed that too because I decided to wake up late. And I was reminded that the bus leaves at 9 instead of 8 or later in the day. But uh, so drove up there to the Isaiah 117 uh, Foster House. And immediately they put me to work. And I was glad to and thankful to help in any way I could. Um, hi, my name is Luke. And I went there for two days, Friday and Saturday. And we went to the State House, which was a really cool experience. Got to hear um, Matt, um, what's his name? Matt Barnes' uh, story. And then Saturday, we went to um, the Isaiah 117 house and got to move around a bunch of dirt and gravel and stuff like that. But one thing that stood out to me this week was um, whether you're the poorest person on the earth or the richest person, you still need Jesus. Hi, I'm William, and like everyone has also said, uh, I got to see all the values of lifestyle between the poorest person in the world and yet the richest person in the world. And the same, there's one same thing between all of them. It's they all need the same thing for Christ. But what really stood out for me is I've heard so many times, like, yeah, we need so many more people in the Christian ministry, but it wasn't until going for not all the days I missed all but one um, 
that actually there's a bigger need than I actually thought there would be for uh, Christian ministry out there for others. My name is Matthew, and of course, uh, I was a part of it for Friday and Saturday. And Friday, of course, we went down to the state house, and which was, which was really cool. And actually, just last year, with my government class, I got to go 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 there and, and have a tour in the, just in that. And so, with go, having going there on Friday, just you know, see, of course, being a part of it again and. And of course, the one thing that I didn't get to see the last time was being in a government's office, which everybody can say they can do that, which obviously that was pretty cool. And so, and of course, being a part of uh, Mr. Barnes, hearing from him, and of course, he was also led the tour the last time I was there. And so just hearing his ministry and just, just that's, that's just a great thing of what he does. And um, I'm, I know everybody. Um, likes that, and so, and then of course yesterday, we went down to the foster ministry, and and that, and just being a part of that, that that just reminds me, of, if if I get anything out of this, it just reminds me of how thankful I am, of being a part of, you know, just being part of a family, and just you know just think about your own life, and just being thankful. Of, of just of just so many things. So, so that so I'm glad I was be able to be a part of it. White one? All right. Uh, so, Pastor asked us to sing. Uh, we did sing at the Good News Mission. Uh, we sang our previous hymn of the month. We're going to sing that in a second. I'm going to share just two quick stories. Sorry, Pastor, we're taking a lot of time. Um, you've kind of heard, and that was what happened this week. I want to hear one story from Good News and one story from the State House. So, as we're getting the tour at Good News, uh, Alicia stops. Was it Johnny? Was Johnny the driver that stopped and gave us the Bobby. Oh, I know. I've called him Johnny 10 times. Uh, Bobby, and he's just walking on the property, and Alicia stops, like, hey, Bobby, come tell the group your story. And so uh, Bobby stopped, and he said, um, he said well, in 1996, um, I got out of prison, and down the corner of Washington, and I forget what other street, that's where I live, just under the, under the bridge there. And he said, what we would do is we would find, wait till we see a car would turn off at night, and we knew we'd have three to four hours of warmth underneath that car so we could sleep. I, I didn't even know that was a thing, and he's, he's telling us, so when I lived on the street, we would just find cars that were just turned off, and we could stay warm for about three or four hours at night. He's like, then I found my way to good news. He's like, I just came once and left and just got in a big mess. He said, then I came back in 2002, got saved got discipled, was growing, they care for me, and now he works for Good News as their transportation director. And, like, and that was stories the whole time we were there. And so they're not just there to give them a meal or give them a bed. They want to take them, and they, if we had time, they have a whole process of where they can even 
uh, get an apartment and get a job there, get a job out. And uh, so that was, that was right in the middle of our tour. And I was like, whew, we still got three or four hours left. But then fast forward to Friday, the state house where it's, you know, the prestigious crowd and, you know, money and power. And Matt Barnes was sharing a testimony of a, um, a representative who was struggling and came to him and knew he was praying uh, for him. And he said, I'm, I've messed up. He's like, I have so much sin in my life. I've done so much bad. Can God truly forgive me? And Matt says, absolutely. So they're at the state house. He got to lead a legislator to the Lord. And then at the end of his term, he went to Matt and said, Matt, I'm stepping away. He said, I realize this has become a God to me. And I only want one God, and that's my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So I'm stepping away from this. And thank you so much for sharing the gospel. It's changed my life. And uh, so that was my goal. I just, I want to reach, I don't know about you, but I want to reach Indianapolis for Jesus. And so we did stuff from Franklin Township. We did stuff all around Indianapolis. And people need Jesus, right? Big or small, uh, rich or poor. And uh, so you can kind of hear, I think that uh, was kind of caught and caught in my life as well um, through any of that. So we're going to sing Jesus Strong and Kind. Miss Anna, do you mind? I didn't ask anybody to play for us. Um, it's in the back of the white folder, um, number 71. So we're going to stand and sing Jesus Strong and Kind, and then we'll uh, go from there. Miss Anna, we'll do it as written, one, two chorus, three chorus, four chorus, like that.
Thank you, teenagers. Don't worry, I'm aware of the time. You know, I don't have to preach when you've got this many sermons that have just been thrown at you. What you have to do now is respond to it. Anybody, what's the name of that house that they went to on uh, Saturday? Anybody know what Isaiah 117 says? It says this, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. Isaiah 117. Uh, wow, that's just a message all in itself. So uh, I'm not going to preach. Uh, you've already heard uh, much sermons, but I'm going to encourage us to do something here, right? Let's adopt the concept of an indie mission. Next couple weeks especially, right? Let's, let's look for opportunities to go into the community and do what God has called us to do to reach out to those. There's somebody around us, and it, the amazing thing is it doesn't matter if they are well off or if it doesn't matter if they're trying to stay warm under a car that's just been shut off. People need the Lord, right? People need Jesus. And, uh, and I'm reminded, um, so Matthew chapter 5 and verse 16, what does it say? Let your light so shine before men that they might do what? See your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You know, the idea that, you know, we do not believe that the church is here for social reform. Right? You understand that. We're not here to feed people. That's not why the church exists. Having said all of that, Jesus said, if you want people to pay attention to you, then let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works and then glorify your Father, which is in heaven. So looking for an opportunity to do practical service for the purpose of sharing the gospel, for the purpose of coming alongside someone who's in need. That's what we were doing with the teenagers this week. Some of the stuff they did was for us, right? Just to be a blessing to us, cleaned up the tree, uh, you know, we hated losing that tree, but it was lost. It, was, it had died. I don't know how, how that oak tree was bigger than this pulpit, so how old was that oak tree? I don't know. There's a little one out there we planted in 2000, so it's 23 years old this year, and it's about this big around. It's 23 years old. It's planted out there in the front yard, and uh, so I don't know. We hated losing that tree, but... When it came down, what we hated even worse was seeing that pile of brush sitting out there in the front yard for the last three or four weeks. Like, oh, somebody's got to get that cleared up. And so uh, thank you, teenagers. We appreciate that practical thing. But what touched my heart all again and again was just, again, the, the things that kept coming back was, these people need the Lord, these people need the Lord, these people need the Lord. So I'm going to encourage us to, uh, to have our own little indie mission, right, as families, uh, to find a way to reach out to someone with, for the cause of Christ, uh, for the very purpose. So uh, I wish Glory were here. He's not here this, he was here this morning. He shared with me. I'll share his testimony. Glory, if you're listening, you can share it later on your own. If you have a, you'll tell it better. But he was on a plane, and uh, so these two people came, and they were obviously they were speaking Spanish. And uh, so this is kind of comical to me anyway, because you've got Glory who... Most of us might, might struggle somewhat to understand Gloria sometimes, right? So he's from Pakistan, and he's talking to these, these uh, Hispanics. And, uh, but anyway, he thinks they're together. They're not. 
But somehow it turns to the gospel. Somehow meaning that glory turns the thing to the gospel, right? You understand this. And in that plane ride, Glory had the privilege of having that woman bow her head on the plane and pray out loud and trust Jesus Christ as her Savior. The opportunities are there, right? They are. Uh, we need to look for those opportunities. So that's what we've been trying to you know, remind the teenagers of, and I'll remind you of the same thing. So I keep looking at that clock thinking, wow, I've got all this time. I didn't think I had that much time. That's because it's frozen. It's no longer moving. So. It's not really 6.51. Man, I can just keep talking forever. This is great. <laughs> Let's have our heads bowed and eyes closed, please. Father, do a work in our hearts in such a way that we're burdened for the souls of men, the souls of those who are around us. There's a lost and dying world in desperate need at our doorstep. Help us, Father, to be willing to be used of you to let our light so shine. Thank you for these teenagers using them for their willingness to be used of you and I just pray that you would continue to do your work in their hearts do a work in each of our hearts tonight in Jesus name we pray amen let's stand we're going to sing together a passion for souls 668 in your hymnals it's not going to be on the board up there so 668 uh, a passion for souls Give me a passion for souls, dear Lord, a passion to save. Oh, that thy love were by all adored, and welcomed at any cost. Jesus, I long, I long to be winning, and who are lost and constantly sinning. Oh, may this hour be one of beginnings of begin to tell that story this week, right? Anything, any other announcements I'm supposed to be making? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. We have a baptism. Thank you very much. Have a seat. Whew. Got all caught up in this. We have a baptism tonight. So. Come on up, Mr. Matthias. Get yourself ready. He's already back here, probably. Good. You're here. Four fourteen, four fourteen, and your songbook. Four fourteen, trust and obey. <clears throat> when we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory He sheds on our way. While we do. Trust and obey, not 
Not a shadow can rise, not a cloud in the skies, but a smile quickly drives it away. Not a doubt nor a fear, not a sign nor a tear, can abide for me, trust in your name. Okay, so I'm just letting you know Matthias is 12, and you can't see me because he's standing in front. But that's good. That's good. Now you're <laughs> Matthias, have you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior? Yes. If you die right now, you know you go to heaven. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Fund your profession of faith, and I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Bury with him in baptism and likeness of his death. Raise with him to walk in newness of life. Face those people. They want to see you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Stand up and let you get out of here this time, all right? So, Lord, bless you, keep you, make his face shine upon you, give you peace, love you all, you are dismissed. God bless. Mm-hmm.